0: Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chasaji, welcome back to my Built to Thrive podcast. All this week, we've been learning about the way our bodies and brains sense objects and the way the two different kinds of nerve fibers, fast and slow, play such important but different roles in our bodies. Today, I'm going to focus on those slow nerve fibers and discuss why they're so important in helping us reduce stress. Now, many of us have childhood memories of enjoying gentle touch. It could be tracing figures or numbers on our back, or it could be our caregivers stroking us to sleep. There's something incredibly relaxing about being touched in this way, and there's also something very instinctive about it. Someone who knows a lot about this is the amazing scientist, Professor Francis McGlone. Now, I was lucky enough to visit him in his lab when I was filming a BBC documentary, and what I witnessed there has stayed with me. His team have carried out experiments to try to understand why gentle touch, the kind we receive from a light massage or from a loved one stroking our arm, is so incredibly relaxing. And what he discovered was that these CT nerve fibers, those slower nerves within our skin, are specifically triggered by stroking at a speed of about three to five centimeters a second. His team asked people to stroke a wooden arm and then a human arm, and notice something extraordinary. On the wooden arm, people's speeds were all over the place, but most people stroke the human arm at roughly the same pace, instinctively behaving as humans have done for thousands of years, because we all know deep down the power of light touch. So what exactly is that power? Well, These CT nerve fibers are connected to something called the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, HPA for short, which is essentially a part of our brain that alerts our bodies to stress and puts it on high alerts. Professor McGlone's research found that the simple act of stroking the skin soothes this HPA axis and it actually lowers our levels of the stress hormone cortisol. There are other positive effects as well when someone hugs us or strokes us. And of course, for this to work, it's important that we want them to hug us and that they are open to a hug. Our brains tell our bodies to release the feel-good hormone oxytocin, which dials down your anxiety, slows your heart, and also helps with social bonding. You also get a boost of endorphins, which are chemicals that are known to improve moods and also reduce the perception of pain. All of this from a simple hug. There's also evidence that touch helps our bodies fight off infection too. Researchers found that light touch in the form of a massage, say, or a stroke or a hug, increases the production of natural killer cells in the body, helping our bodies fight off infection. Tiffany Field, head of the Touch Research Institute at the University of Miami, calls natural killer cells the front line of the immune system. They help us kill viruses and bacteria. So they're actually a very powerful part of our body's natural defenses. And Tiffany found that cortisol, the stress hormone, has a big role to play here. When you produce too much cortisol from being chronically stressed, your immune system can in turn suffer. But regular light touch can actually reduce the production of the stress hormone cortisol, and that in turn will help your natural killer cells thrive. So now that you know the importance of human touch and all the benefits that it gives us in our body and our minds, I've got two thoughts that I wanna leave you with today. First of all, I want you to consider keeping what I call a touch diary. I want you to think about how many times a day you give or receive warm, affectionate human touch. Add these up at the end of the week, then once you know how often you receive or give human touch, I want you to think about increasing it. And, you know, it could be that next week you aim to double it, the week after you aim to triple it, Whatever it is, we don't need to be too prescriptive. I just want you to think about how you can start to get more compassionate, affectionate human touch into your life. And the second thought I want to leave you with is just to remember to be respectful. Not everyone wants human touch. Not everyone wants touch in certain settings, right? You may be a hugger, and at work you may want to hug people, but other people may not. So I think it's always good to be able to pick up on these signals, ask for permission, be aware, But I think also we've got to be careful that we don't engineer touch out of our lives. Yes, there are lots of reasons why people around us might be averse to physical contact. Some people have got a real problem with human touch and often that comes down to their childhood experiences and they don't feel safe with that touch and that's completely okay. We must be respectful to that. But if you're open to it and people around you are open to it, I think if you start to increase your level of affectionate human touch, there are profound improvements that you'll experience with your wider health and well-being. That's it for today. I'll see you tomorrow when I'll be exploring the benefits of giving touch and the surprising way that touch might help us take control of some of our bad habits.